Hello and welcome to GIST Radio. We are a casual radio station where we broadcast when we have something to say. GIST stands for Getting the Shit Together, and we broadcast important interviews and information for artists and creatives of all kinds. For more information on GIST, please log into our website at www.gyst-ink.com where you will find free resources, software, and publications for artists. You can email us and let us know what you would like to hear about at info at gyst-ink.com. Thanks for tuning in. Hello, listeners. Thanks for tuning in with Gist. I'm your host, Kara Tomei. And what I do on this show is to seek out artists who have hybridized their careers to include some form of public programming or arts-related service, uh, be that through a formal collaborative, a nonprofit entity, a business, whatever form it takes. What's at the core is artists who have diversified their practice to include ways of engaging an audience um, through what what they're interested in creating and presenting and hopefully supporting themselves in the process. The goal is to give them a forum to share their experiences to the world so that they can inspire others to do the same. So today I have two artists on the line with me, Jody Zellen and Brian Moss. They are Los Angeles-based artists who have both been making art for at least 20 years. I know that partially because we all went to CalArts together almost 20 years ago for me, Gasp. Um, and we got the, our MFAs there, and um, I actually lost track of both Jody and Brian for a while, uh, partially because I moved to South Florida for 10 years, been back in L.A. reconnecting a couple years ago, and um, found them on Facebook, of course, and it was also on Facebook that I got wind of something that they created together. It's an app called What's On Los Angeles, and it is a user-friendly, comprehensive listing of openings, current exhibitions and closings at galleries and art institutions all over LA County. Listed alphabetically or geographical, it's very, very handy. They've created something that has a lot of potential and a lot of uh, use potential on that we're going to talk all about it. Uh, What's on LA also got some great press lately, which caught my eye. Um, it was mentioned on the KCRW Art Talk Show, and Christopher Knight mentioned it in the LA Times, and they, that all appeared online. And so already they've been getting some good uh, good press because it's a, a relatively new endeavor. And so I'm just going to uh, welcome both Jody and Brian to the show, and we'll start talking. Hello, you two. Hello. Hey, how's it going? Hi, Brian. Good, good. Thanks for being on, on the show and talking about this new creation of yours. Um, I mean, I'll just kind of start by asking Jody. Uh, Jody Zellin is a practicing artist uh, exhibiting all over, all over for very many years. And one of the things I know, Jody, you have done is create apps as part of your practice in terms of right. your artistic practice. Uh, you have several on iTunes I was looking at, um, Episodic, where uh, people create moving collages, Spine Sonnet, an automatic poem generator, urban rhythms based on people, how physically, how they move through the city, all, you know, free apps that you've created as your work. So obviously that is part of the the uh, impetus for starting an app, and you know how to do it. But where did the idea come from to, to start something that's more like a service? Um, I mean, the idea came out of a, a kind of frustration, you know, being out and about looking at 
at art galleries and being somewhere and thinking like, I wonder what that gallery down the street or over there has. And then having to like look on the phone and go to like Google and type in the gallery and then go to the gallery website, which was not um, mobile friendly at all and having to, you know, pinch the phone and sort of move around to get the pertinent information, you know, what I was looking for, which was, you know, is their show still up? We really need something, you know, for LA that is designed for for the mobile and there's lots of really really great websites that have this kind of content but nothing was mobile friendly and so I thought well you know this is something that has been on my mind for a long time and let's let's just do it you know so we sort so of when you describe got, when you describe that idea it sounds so obviously obvious that I can't even in a way it's hard to believe that no one has thought of this before and and in that case you have created something really valuable so it's exciting yeah no and i mean i'm not quite sure why other organizations haven't done it unless it's really you know like it's they just didn't have the resources or the funding but we don't have resources or funding either and you know i just i just thought that you know if we made it and people started to use it um we it would show you know that it was really um something that people needed and that it might you know sort of begin to have a life of its own. Well, I'm sure it will and 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 we'll get into kind of a little bit more detail about what you what the plans are for it and and how it's all going to be kind of rolled out. Um so it sounds to me like you just basically the need was there and you and you jumped forward to do it. Brian, how did you come in on this in terms of well, yeah, let's let's start this let's start this together. I know that you also are a working artist, you teach at many institutions and you are also hitting the galleries all the time. And um, you know, Jody, you might have the technical background to create the app, and then you uh, you also have the energy. But tell me how your piece of coming in on the project. Well, we've been going to look at galleries pretty much every weekend for the last twenty years or so. And Jody's also a writer, and she you know feels the need to see everything. Uh, <laughs> Whether whether I want to or not, and you know, so I'm cool. I go along with that. I need to look it out as well. And when it comes to something like this, I mean, it's fairly simple. The way we built it, 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 it was just hand coded HTML. Jody taught me how to do that years ago. I became my own website that way. And again, I mean, we were in uh, in Europe last summer. And we couldn't find contemporary galleries in Rome, and it was just kind of like infuriating and frustrating and there wasn't even an internet list let alone like something that was available on the phone so you know she had been talking about this for a couple of years and it was just like we got back from Italy and we were both unemployed and it was like all right we're just going to do this and from then on it was all kind of collaborative in terms of you know what do we like in terms of design um, what are the, how do we establish, you know, what what are the categories, What how do we list it, and, you know, we just kind of work together. We've been working together on stuff for years, and it was easy in that respect. Yeah, I, I, I'd like to just, a little quick aside, I hope you don't mind that I mention this, because I find it fascinating, too, when artist couples are partners in, in life and in in their work, et cetera. So, you know, just to mention that you and Jody are uh, uh, partners in life, <laughs> living together. So you uh, do a lot of things together, including making this, uh, making this app. So that's cool. I, again, find it 
cool when artist couples can do do that. Um, not to go into too much depth, but worth mentioning. As you said, Jody dragging me everywhere and going to Rome and, and such and such. Well, going to Rome and seeing that there's nothing like this too, obviously this could be global, but maybe perhaps perhaps we go too fast. <laughs> Before you could think about going going global, which you might do one day, let's talk about um, you know, a little bit more about developing this for, for Los Angeles. Uh, Jody, I'm I'm interested in the artistic side, just quickly, maybe it's a little bit of a detour, but just that using apps as part of your artwork. Can we talk about that? I mean, literally, creatively, how you chose to get into that uh, that media. Well, I mean, I had been making websites or have been making websites as art or net art, you know, it's kind of called, um, for many, many, many years. And I sort of have noticed that, you know, the net art is less and less popular these days and I realize like everybody has a phone you know everybody has this thing in their pocket and that it would be a really fantastic medium to make creative artworks for and so soon after I got my phone I started to collect apps made by by artists you know just to see what was out there and what what people were doing and you know, realized that it was a place that I also wanted to uh, make make a contribution and make make work for. Um, but you know, it's again, it's like you know, coming up with the the right project and then figuring out how to how to get it made. Because like I, you know, and with what's on Los Angeles, I mean, I've been doing web design and development for many 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 years. But making something that's an app is a is a completely different ball game and it's a different skill set and it's actually a skill set that I don't have. So, you know, what happened with with me and the apps is I had made a web project and I realized like wow, this would be a really fantastic app. And I was um connected with somebody who was a, a developer and, you know, proposed the idea to him and he was able to, you know, in a sense code it for me. And so that became the first app, Spines on it. And and from there I was I was hooked. It was like, oh, this is really great. It's like so much fun that you know people can be looking at my my art like, you know, and playing with it while they're in line at the post office or while they're here or while they're there. And it, and it's a really really nice feeling to to know that people, you know, can download and have your work, um, you know, in a sense for forever. So that was my first app, and then I was able to get a grant um, to work on a, on a second app. And then have sort of just kept going from there. It's great. I mean, it is such a interactive form as well. So not only are you creating something, it is your work, but you and the way your apps are, the user creates as well. I mean, it, you know, it's, right. you kind of have the 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 material, and then the user can play with that material. I mean, just take one of them as an example to describe it. You know, visually. I mean, maybe. Episodic, you know, or 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 urban rhythms or something. I just want to want to have the listeners kind of understand what type of uh, interactive, you know, stuff they can do with your apps. Well, um, Episodic is, is the most recent app, and what it it does is it allows viewers to make a collage of all of these fragments of animation. So loaded into the app, and it's different for the phone and the and the iPad because they're different screen sizes. So the phone has eight animations and the iPad has 12. And when you get to the app or you open it up, you see a grid of 12 short loops, um, black and white animations. 
And what you can do is you can move them around. You can enlarge them or make them smaller. Um, you know, put them on top of each other. Um, there's a, a button on the on the bottom of the app where you can delete them. And so my idea was that you know you could take these fragments that I provide and create your new your own narrative or a new narrative from them. You know, and put them in a different order. And then you know, if you don't like it or you want to reset it, you just close out of the app and, and start again. Right. That's great. I love it. I played with a couple of them, and they're really fun to work with. And I think it's obviously, and you know, also, are we going to have a new term, app art? Is that, <laughs> yeah, like I mean, there, there app is art. app art. Yeah, I mean, it's not right. it's not growing as fast as I thought it would, but but it is something that um, a few a few people are are doing. That's cool. Well, you can be at the forerunner there. And again, you guys are both forerunners in terms of creating this, you know, creating what's on LA. So, Brian, I want you to describe what's on LA to the audience in terms of how it, uh, you know, how it functions. Um, the functionality is about as straightforward as we could possibly make it. Um, you know, your phone is not too big, and you don't have a lot of screen real estate, as they say. Um, it's got an opening page, as well as home Los Angeles, and then it goes to the home page. And the home page basically has um, five options. You can look at uh, galleries, and you get a page that just lists pretty much all the galleries in LA. Not quite all of them, but almost. And we're always adding and subtracting because galleries are always changing, it seems, every month. Um, there's an alphabetical all the galleries. I think we've got. What are we, over 200 now? Um, kind of crazy. Um, then there's another page for institutions that are not galleries per se. Um, and again, even that was sort of difficult to decide. Well, you know, places like 18th Street or LAX Art, you know, is that an institution or is that a gallery? Whatever. You know, we, we make our decisions and, and uh, people can, can find the stuff when they look for it. Um, the third option is areas. And, uh, again, it's just a list of all the areas in Los Angeles. So you've got, you know, Santa Monica, West LA, you've got West Hollywood, Beverly Hills, Culver City, et cetera. In those areas, there's a list. And that list is with calories and institutions, and they're arranged geographically as possibly could. I created uh, maps and Google Maps with these areas in them, um, and they're arranged, you know, from west to east because we live in Santa Monica, <laughs> and north to south because that's the way I decided to arrange it. Um, so that's that's the way that goes. And then the last two options are openings uh, or opening soon, I guess. Uh, no, opening. Um, an opening is literally uh, everything that's opening that week. Um, and closing soon is everything that's closing that week, that week, whether it's a gallery or an institution. And again, I, I try to list them kind of geographically. Um, and then each of these pages of lists, these five pages of lists, give you these various options of gallery or institution. And from that, you can click on a particular gallery or institution, and then you go to their page. And on their page in our app, then you've got um, the gallery, uh, the address, the phone number, you know, all that pertinent information links to their website, the show, uh, the dates, and uh, also a link to a map that will, you know, give you directions on how to get there. 
Um, and then last but not least, there's a little about page that just kind of explains who we are and what we're doing and why we did this. And um, there's a space for donors and donations. And we've actually had some people that are starting to kind of donate money. So we're listing them there as well because, you know, we would like to generate a little bit of money. We do basically update the site pretty much once a week, um, Sunday and Monday, we kind of go through everything and, and update it to make sure it's all up to date as much as possible. Um, and, uh, you know, it takes us a good five, ten hours a week probably of working on it. And uh, that's what we do. That's the way it works. Yeah, I mean, it is it is simple in terms of its layout, but that is not a simple amount of information to get in there. And I'm actually just curious about how long it took you to – kind of develop the software, if you would call it that. And I'm not a tech geek at all. In fact, I'm the opposite. So if I'm even using the wrong words, correct me. But <laughs> to develop the, the code and the software and then to, in, to research all that information, input all that information, just like how many probably months, I'm thinking of time, uh, Jody, did it take to kind of roll it out? Um, well, I mean, to tell you the truth, it happened It happened fairly quickly. Um, when I put my mind to something, it's like I sit down and I get it done. And so it was, okay, what do we need? We need, you know, the basic information for every gallery. You know, how do we want it to sit on the page? What do we want it to look like? We just want it to be as simple as possible, just straightforward information. You know, we played around with type size so that it would be visible and readable on the phone. I mean, even, you know, we talked to some people just about even, like, the spacing between lines because when you're on the computer, you have your mouse to click with, but on the phone, people are tapping with their fingers, and if you don't give them enough space, you know, they tap, like, three things at once. So those were some of the things we had to kind of figure out. But it was really just, like, going to every gallery knew of, going to other websites that, you know, list gallery information, compiling a list, you know, finding out their address, their phone numbers, their emails, and just, you know, banging out these HTML pages um, and then trying to devise um, a, just a really simple look for the whole whole site, which just ended up being, you know, a white background with just horizontal lines um, in the, dividing, you know, the, the different sections. Um, and again, right. you know, I, yeah, you... I wanted it to be as simple and as clean as possible because my assumption was that people would be looking at it on the go and wouldn't want, you know, to have to like hunt for something. You know, I wanted it to load right, really or... quickly, which is why there's no no images at the moment. Um, and then they could just say, okay, I know there's this gallery. Uh, what do they have right now? Oh, that show. It closes three weeks from now. Fine, I have that much time to see it. You know, and that was sort of the. The, the way, you know, we, we sort of thought of um, constructing it. Well, it is very user-friendly. I agree. You said, Brian, you said you try to update once a week. I mean, I, I just kind of bring it down to, like, physical. I'm just curious, physical division of time. I mean, five to ten hours a week is a good amount of time. So uh, which one of you gets to don't do that uh, <laughs> uploading, or do you split it, or how, how does that work out? We split it. I mean, basically, yeah. um, you know, we have our schedule. And uh, Jody's more of a morning person. I'm more of an evening person. So she kind of generally, I mean, Jody's been kind of dealing with the openings. and I've been dealing more with the closings for whatever reason. We kind of split that labor just by chance in the beginning, and we've kind of continued that. But we also have to double-check each other's work and, you know, go over it and look at once you make it live, and you got to go and look at it and check for mistakes and fix all those. And, you know, it's just it's a lot of kind of back and forth, but it's fairly easy. I mean, I can sit in front of the TV at, you know, 
10 o'clock on a Sunday night and just kind of with my laptop in my lap, go over and, you know, copy, paste, copy, paste, copy, paste, just, you know, change things. And it's, it's a website. It's a, it's a mobile friendly designed for mobile devices website. Um, the app aspect of it is sort of not really utilized as much as we plan to in the future at the moment, but it's an app. It can be, you know, found in the app store and downloaded, but even still, you're basically um, using the website, and the website is straight, normal HTML. Um, you know, Jody's got some CSS, some cascading style sheets, you know, to kind of control how it looks. But it's not like, you know, really highfalutin computer code we're talking about here. It's pretty much like HTML stuff. Um, Jody... You know, Brian mentioned that um, there's going to be well, okay, that there is a donation button on on the site. So let's talk about that. Let's get down to the financials here because that's interesting. So you started this out of this kind of you wanted to fill the fill the void and start something, but it does take time and effort, energy and money and resources to to run this. And so you have a donation button. I'm just curious. Right now, it exists. How does is it as a business entity? Are you thinking of going nonprofit? Like where where in terms of moving it forward and I would hope and I would think and hope that you would like to monetize this because it's a great service and it could be and you should. So any thoughts on, on those? Oh, yeah, I mean, that, 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 that would be, you know, the goal. I mean, right now it is 100% a labor of love and, you know, we put a lot of time into it every weekend. We do a lot of research because we want it to be active. You know, once it's out of date, once we don't keep it current, then it's no longer useful. And so because most galleries close their shows on Saturday, we use Sunday and Monday as the day that we sort of, you know, revisit it and make sure everything is is current. Um and you know, when you know, we are I, we think we we put together a, a partnership. Um you know, we kind of opened and closed the bank account um and we'll open another one, but you know, at the, at the moment we're really doing it on our own with you know, it's it's our own time, and we're not getting getting um, any compensation for it. I think that ideally, you know, we would like to, you know, grow it to make a more um, more kind of complex back end so that it's something that if another city wanted it, we could say, oh, yes, we have all of this in place and all we would need to do is build new pages for, you know, this other city and it would, you know, populate in a similar way. Um, and I think that that's, that's one of the motivations and, and that might be a way to monetize it. Um, you know, in terms of the donations, you know, we're – we just hope that you know some people might think it's it's great and useful and just want to say thank you, and you know just click on the button and and go to PayPal and you know give us a contribution. At which point we would put their name immediately on the site thanking them. That's, yeah, I think that's a, a great idea. I hope that pe- more people do that. And um, what about uh, crowdsource funding? Is that something you've thought about? Um, Brian, uh, aren't you answer well, that? Brian, do you want to answer that one? Um, we're we're still thinking about that one. <laughs> okay, okay. You know, yeah, I mean, it's it's what it's interesting conundrum that you're in. I'm sorry to sorry to interrupt, Brian, but once I I'm just like alliterating that 
you know, it's an interesting position, and this is typical of any startup. You know, you start something up, especially if you start with the idea, and then how how do you move it forward? Does it, you know, what avenue does it take to become successful monetarily? You can, you know, you can go nonprofit, you can have it a business. Is it the crowdsource? Is it a membership thing? I mean, I actually could see people even saying, you know, I love this service, and I would pay five dollars a month to have it. I mean, there's just there's so many different options, and I'm sure you've discussed a lot of them. But that but getting to that point and 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 then deciding must be a challenge. Yes, it definitely is. You know, I I had done a crowdsource funding project for a, a personal project, one of my my apps, and it it's a really difficult process because you feel like you have to be on top of it all the time. You know, it's a timed donation. You know, you have to f- fulfill your goal by you know this amount of time, otherwise you don't get the money. And I just felt it was. It was really stressful and really, really exhausting, and so we've sort of decided, at least at the moment, we weren't going to do that again for this project, although I, I think it would be a good way to get the word out about it and raise, raise some money, but it's 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 not like you can just do that and put it out there. You really have to maintain it and babysit it, and neither of us really want to have that responsibility right now. That makes sense. Yeah, I understand. I mean, each right because each choice comes with its consequences or its time or exactly. its you know its maintenance. And just with the two of you doing it, I'm sure that I'm sure that is a challenge. And um, I mean, I'm sure that it will. I'm sure you will find find your way because I th- again, it is such a really quite brilliant idea. And um, I, you know, I really hope that it's going to take off. And hopefully, we can uh, being on just radio can help you promote it and um you know i mean there's also all the you know social media stuff that can be done and and i guess it's just a, what a matter of what your time will allow too i mean you two are very busy artists you're making work you're teaching you're writing you're working you're t- i mean it's in a way i barely know how you how you uh, find the time in between but i think that this could be will be something that is um you know somewhat a lucrative business and i know you know not all about you know doing it for the money right now you're doing it as a labor of love which is wonderful but turning those labors of love into profitable things entities is is really the goal and i think that um i'm sure you'll make your goal i I mean we've applied for a a fiscal receivership so you know hopefully that will come through and so that if people want to give us donations they could be uh, tax deductions and we think that that would be a really helpful thing for for us you know at at the get-go to start out with so oh, absolutely! That, that is another—that's another great option. I hope it does come through as well. And if it does, you must let me know because we will certainly help you publicize that through Just Radio. Because uh, we would love to—you know—we always like to follow up on the people we interview and help support them through the process in any way we can. Uh, because Just is all about that—supporting artists in in doing projects like you're doing or anything that's going to help artists sustain themselves in a hybrid practice. That's that's what we are here for. And the two of you are. Absolutely, perfectly, perfect uh, poster children, <laughs> poster artists for for just <laughs> because that's exactly what you're doing. So congratulations to you both. I admire what you both are doing. I will keep in touch with both of you. And thanks for explaining what you're doing on Just Radio. And I hope everyone goes to whatsonlosangeles.com and or iTunes to download this app and uh, you know throw in a throw in a small donation to this uh to, to this wonderful pair. Thanks for being on Just Radio, both uh Jody and Brian. We will talk soon. And right, for thank our you audience, very much. Thank, thank you. And
Oh, I lost everybody there for a moment. Our audience, you were on pins and needles there. For our audience, thank you for tuning in to GIST Radio. And also please go to gist-inc.com where you will find lots of resources, free resources for artists in the business of their art and creating a career. And tune in again to GIST Radio for more illuminating conversations. Hi, I'm a helpful Southern California Honda person, and recently we've been doing random acts of helpfulness, like sending a kid to basketball camp and helping a family with gas for their son's frequent hospital visits. And during the Honda Summerbration Sales Event, we can help you with a great deal, because right now we're clearing out the 2017s, like the Accord, a 2017 car and driver 10 best a record 31 times. Click the dealer locator link to find a dealer near you and go to SoCalHondaDealers.com to suggest a random act of helpfulness for someone you know. Car and driver January 2017.